This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 716. I am Brian Kilby. With me this week, we have Chris is back from assignment. Welcome back, Chris. Yes, I was on assignment earlier, but they didn't pick up the pilot, so mm. I'm, I'm back here. Sad. Yeah. We also have Headmaster. I on. almost got out. He's waving. I kind of gave him some He's crap. Muted. I gave him some crap in pre-show. I'm sorry. You also gave him some audio equipment, which I gave unfortunately... Some, that's he it. I gave him some audio for. equipment that he didn't install. <laughs> Because he couldn't find the cables from the last time we tried this, but he also, you know, moved his whole setup like three feet to the left. So it's yeah. understandable that every part of that would have gone missing in that uh, lengthy yeah. and convoluted process. Yeah. So P- plus, moving an entire person into my apartment, into my life, had nothing to do with rearranging it all. I can't decide if I'm sticking up for Don here or giving him crap. It seems like kind of a little bit of both. Yeah, I thought he would add extra cables from service merchandise. Is what I thought. That makes but. sense. No, that's just RCA cables. That that won't work. <laughs> okay. Uh that was so diecast and Matt. We're also here and Rob. Hi. We're waiting for uh, John DeLuna, who will show at some point. He's that John D everywhere. He's just not here quite yet. He's John D, everywhere. but everywhere else he's that John D. So I'll be honest with you. I'm still opening stuff from this weekend. I have had no time to do much of anything so um this is pre-show content in regular show but i'm going to ask for people watching video i remember these but i don't remember a thing about them so i got a bunch of stuff at mckay's this weekend and chris and i have talked about mckay's it's one of our favorite stores it's a used bookstore they sell they buy and sell books media electronics and toys and i'm always finding um star star Wars, star trek stuff uh this weekend star I wars too if you're into that yeah. like that's I had pretty good Transformers Hall, which I'll talk about later on in the show. But I completely forgot. There are these little Masters of the Universe figures from the MOTUX. Like, this is a Ram Man. It's like four inches. Uh, it feels like it, it almost, it's almost like the best Happy Meal toy ever. I, I was actually trying to think if that might actually be a Happy Meal it toy. Could. I can't remember if there was a, a fast food premium for. 2000X Masters of the Universe. It could be, but it's a... I seem to recall seeing those at KB Toys. Hmm. It's like Masters of the Universe minifigures or something like that. Mini being a very relative phrase here, but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of the things I got, which I'm going to try not to talk about non-transfer stuff. (laughs) Because otherwise it would take quite a long... I saw the pictures. I I I realized it would take quite a while. Bunch of crap. Uh, So uh, let's see here. There's news and stuff. Hey, so we're going to have our fake Toy Fair stream this weekend. So Toy Fair was canceled uh, or delayed. It'll probably be canceled. And uh, we do a live stream every year for Toy Fair. And darn it, we still wanted to do it this year. So uh, we'll have folks on that uh, haven't heard in a while. We don't really do guests on this show. I guess that's, I've never, I, I try to let people know that. It's like, hey, can I be on the show? And I'm like, we don't do guests. If you can wait 11 months, you can be on the live stream. It's just, you know. <laughs> It's not our format. It's not our format. I don't like doing. I don't like doing guests. I don't like doing interviews. I don't. I just personally, you know, it's just I like having a consistent group of folks and, and not bring people on to sort of interfere with the dynamic. Like I've I've literally stopped listening to podcasts because you know they decided they wanted to have like a recurring you know guest host like as a third person, 
And like every other episode is like unlistenable because the person they bring on is just just can't do it. So uh, I decided some point years ago that we didn't do that except one day a year. And that is what's coming up. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, have some folks on. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Toy Fair is not happening. So I, we, <laughs> we don't have a format. We're literally just talking about stuff. So pretty much anything goes, mostly Transformers. But uh, we may just see what people are up to if they're doing anything fun. Uh, I may talk about this uh, uh, Firestar figure I got and see if she's hanging out with Iceman and Spider-Man. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah. So um, what else? Anything? Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash TF Radio. Uh, had a lot of fun recording the last couple episodes of History on the Fives. Uh, had a, pretty much a full house this week, uh, this week for the recording. For, so the podcast coming up this weekend. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, you should check it out. You got to be a patron uh, to get it at patreon.com slash TF Radio. I think that's it. Um, so jump into the news. Stuff happened. So we had an, like an emergency uh, RFC curse Wednesday night failure. You know, we record on Wednesdays. And, like all the news happened on Thursday last week. So we had a Thursday um fill-in session that we tacked onto the show. So a lot of things that um, people watching live might expect us to talk about, we're really not going to get into in great detail because we talked about it in what actually ended up being on the podcast and YouTube and Roku, et cetera. But uh, we'll get into that. John's joining us. Let's give him a huge welcome. John! Thank you for coming, John. John, there he is. thank you for joining. Hey, what's up? What took you so long? Being a father of two. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was going to say searching for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but. No, he does it in the collectors. John, like, in, lives that. I love that. Hey, Heck John, yeah. since you like helping other collectors, can I paint my, can I ship my Unicron to you so you can paint it? Hardy har har, man. Hey, has it come up with Unicron? Here's another thing. That, are people talking about this? Because it's another thing to, like, irritate people. So. Oh, God. I find it fun that uh, like between <laughs> between the prototype and the final, they added all those pegs for you know tacking on accessories and the blast effects and stuff like that. Like that was not on, still not on the Haslab page, but they toyified him. Good. Uh, so that's fun. It's it's just one more thing for people to you know. That's where the paint budget went. Yes, <laughs> clinched their teeth about and kind of weird, but whatever. Okay. That doesn't bother me as much. It's a thing. I mean, well, it's a War for Cybertron trilogy product. So, like, I figured it was understood it would have yeah. blast effect and accessory connection compatibility. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll have battle damage when you get him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was, also, it was also understood that his colors would change. What was it? So, I don't know. <laughs> so, two things. One, has Repulse, the uh, premium lapsed. Oh, I'm so worried. Uh, two, I got a package today that I had no idea shipped. So I'm hoping that I get Unicron tomorrow because he just didn't send me a notification. <laughs> now, I saw this raised up on Twitter, Brian. Uh-huh. Do you think that when we ordered Unicron should still ship for free? Because uh, that, it that, better ship for free. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, just saying, I'm just saying we might want to keep an eye on our credit cards on file. Since if we don't renew the premium, I'm just wondering if something may happen there. 
No, it, your order is actually from when you did the pre-order yeah. because I recently was going through my orders and I was looking for, you know, October of 2019 for my uh, Has Lab order for Unicron. And I was like, I can't find my order. I know I ordered it. Like, I know I ordered two. And uh, probably because it was in like July of 2019 when you ordered it. Exactly. I actually called Hasbro Pulse and was like, I can't find my order. Like, I'm worried. And I was like, as much as, you know, there's things about it I don't like, I still want it. <laughs> and uh, they, they found the order and it was back in July. But I had so many orders that I just, I didn't even get to that page. Because yeah, if, that only, like, if only Hasbro Pulse was like, you know, user interface designed in such a way where you could easily scan through months and months of, you know, <laughs> orders from, you know, avid serious hardcore you know high high volume collectors like i just you know i don't i guess there's just nothing to be done about it yeah i didn't think that could happen but as weird as everything has been surrounding unicron i also wouldn't be extremely surprised if it did now because well just for an example you know based on you know like things that have actually happened already. Uh, I ordered as the last thing on Pulse Premium uh, Studio Grimlock and Jazz. And they shipped after my premium membership expired and I was not charged extra. So, you know, that, that, that I think sets a pretty solid precedent. So I, I think it will be fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not worried about it. <sighs> okay. So what in the heck were we talking about? Stuff. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, Okay. Oh, speaking of Hasbro Pulse, though, um, apparently just this week they uh, added uh, Transformers Red figures. Under, oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, retail under exclusives. Yeah, hmm. or like, yeah, retail partner exclusives, something like that. They uh, made a new section for it, I think. Interesting. So that is kind of awesome. Has, yeah, that has interesting implications. Um, I believe a few weeks ago somebody was talking about that this change was going to happen. And a lot of people were just like, "That's no, that's impossible. They wouldn't run retail exclusives on Hasbro Pulse because then they wouldn't be retail exclusives anymore." Well, they can't. Um, if if that information at that point was correct, apparently what it's going to be is five to ten percent of a run of exclusives will be made available through Hasbro Pulse, which you know is not going to be a big inventory overall, but uh, you know it's at least a little bit helpful for people who don't have. I mean, coverage for um, you know a store in question if it's a walmart exclusive that's a pretty big yeah well, potentially on a related note i got an email today from walmart saying red rc was on back order and that they were having trouble filling the orders currently considering i ordered it the probably right when it went up i didn't even get that email done and yeah. like we've we've seen through um things like the Netflix figures, especially, like there does not seem to be any priority given uh through Walmart's website for when you order something. It like, you know, you can order it the minute oh, it, it goes shipped. up. <laughs> I <already> shipped. <laughs> mine also shipped. I was waiting for Chris to finish up before I said that, but yeah, mine my RC and my Cheetor shipped y'all stole my rcs i hate you 
like I said, there's there's no rhyme or reason with this. There's no you know sequential order or anything. Like it just if Walmart draws your number out of a hat, you get your toy, and if not, then you're diecast waiting on scrap faces. Yeah. Or or they, rat trap yesterday. Or there's another hat they draw your number out of, and you get candles instead. Yeah. Yeah, like my mm. ultimate expanse. Uh, Figure. No candles, not canceled. Oh, cans. Oh, sorry. Because Diecast got those candles. Yeah. That time, or is that like mineral oil but, or something? But I got the uh, X Men uh, crossover figure canceled for no reason from Target. Um. So, well, it may not have been for no reason. Did you do that with your um prepaid card that you use for your collect collecting no. purchases generally? Nope. Did that with my debit okay. card. Okay. Because like Target's thing with pre-orders is if at any point along the way they're not able to um put the authorization charge back on your card. If it fails even once, they just drop the pre-order. Yep. It was known in my debit card. Um, I, yeah, I don't know, but, uh, so people already have it. I, it was back up for pre-order. So I pre-ordered it again and I get it next week. So hopefully I'll have it for next week. Target sent me a 20% off coupon to my email the other day. And I'm thinking about getting that yeah. ultimate expanse with that. Cause it would bring it down to like close to $50. Yeah. And I also have the red debit card, which gets another 5% off and free shipping. And like, you yeah. know, I didn't want to pay 65 for it, but 50, you know, liter Not price. That, yeah. yeah. That's, that's more in order. And it, <clears throat> it's kind of cool. And I certainly, have more of an interest in that than Maverick. Yeah, Maverick. Yes, Maverick is the most hilarious thing because, like, no one has talked about it really since it came out. No, yeah. no. Why would you? Well, you no. Know, I mean, <laughs> you're you're not wrong. I'm just. It's really funny to me though, because like there would be no evidence this toy exists if you weren't like watching when the pre-order dates were and you know following enough people for the like two people in your social circle who kept their pre-order and actually bothered to say, oh, I got charged for this and they're filling my pre-order now. I and saw- that movie's coming out this year? Yeah, supposedly. Oh, probably not okay. anymore. <laughs> so I saw... The, I, I, so I'm in the process of moving my stuff to where my office is going to be because I've been doing some work in there and I saw that today and I'm like, I forgot I had that and I didn't think of it until now. Um, but yeah. And I just... I just checked my Walmart order page, and it says RC is arriving by Thursday, March fourth. Good job, Don. And there you go. it's the same day that I got the dis- the uh, delay order, so it's like it's a dice roll. Your order has been delayed until now. So uh, I'm, again, I'm pretty happy though that Walmart is almost literally putting a fulfillment center across the street from me. So hopefully, that means I'll be getting stuff pretty quick. Like, no, it's still going to have to route through, like, you know, Roanoke. It could and, go by drone. It could, it's so close, it could literally be delivered by drone. I really hope. Well, Walmart I mean, the way you're that. talking about it, it's close enough they could, like, put it on the back of a well-trained dog. Yes. Yeah. And it'll still have to go through Wyoming instead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but yeah. Or Greyhound. Unicron. Unicron, hopefully, will ship uh, soon. Oh, that's what we were talking yeah. about somehow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Will it, though? Path. <laughs> will it? <laughs> Okay. Damn it, John. But news. Uh, so the latest leak shows what appears to be Commander Class Rodimus Prime without his trailer, which I think there's a note on it that says the trailer isn't shown in Japanese. Yeah. So something to that effect. To that yeah. effect, yeah. So um, I I don't really have any thoughts about the figure other than, you know, 
it transforms into the hot rod car, and I don't need another one of those right now. Even though uh, it's a different it, price uh, point. A slightly inflated hot rod car. Yeah. It transforms into the Rodimus Prime car, which actually existed at least once in the cartoon. Really? When? True. Yeah. I don't know what episode specifically it was, but somebody posted a screenshot in the TFW thread. It was an ACOM episode because it was season three, and, you know, that's all ACOM episodes. But, like, you could tell. You could tell. And, yeah, he was pulling out from the trailer and basically... Looked like oh, that, but yeah, okay, drawn more poorly. You. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, just a bloated, I'm, bloated hot rod. I know he just transformed into his car mode when the uh, Technobots debuted. Okay. You that's possible. I don't have like clear, specific memory of. That, that's a great most. episode. I've, I've watched those cartoons many, many times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's fair. I just have not watched G one in a while. I probably should work on that. So, um, it's command, it's commander class. So what? That's 80 bucks. Yeah. Um, the robot we're seeing here is supposed to be about the size of Earthrise Optimus. Which you would hope. Well, yeah. I mean, like the, the core robot should be in the vicinity of leader size. Um, and you know, my speculation on this is it's going to work like Earthrise Optimus does where the robot part is isolated manufacturing wise from mm. the trailer and, probably some of the accessories so like if they want to reuse the business part of this they can and not have to uh you know figure out a way to re-release a whole commander class toy if he's roughly the size of optimus in robot mode he's got the winnebago trailer bits Mm -hmm. um optimus has a trailer so where does the extra 30 dollars go this is apparently a much better trailer okay yeah that trailer yeah it's it's, with blackjack and hookers (laughs) (laughs) which i I wish i wish this would have been an option for earthrise optimus prime because i would have liked to you know i would have gladly paid a commander price for a much better trailer Uh, i mean once i was done adding non-f parts to it i kind of did yeah Yeah, no that's uh, and a lot of other people i've seen have brought up a similar point to that no like re-releasing i mean i know why they re-released leader optimus in kingdom because there's been very few leader molds to really uh tread on here and like it's an easy way to keep a core character in circulation but like you know a better way to do this would have been either in earthrise have optimus be commander class with a fully loaded trailer and then in kingdom re-release it as a voyager the way they did with the netflix one kind of um or otherwise you know leader in earthrise and then do like the you know expanded commander class version in uh kingdom now and also have rodimus prime later this year because like they still you know still mold recycling they just have kind of enhanced what they already worked on yeah um but yeah like it's supposed to be a rodimus is supposed to have a better trailer it's supposed to you know properly be the battle station like the g1 toy had um and like in this picture there's already one like extra accessory shown and there could be more besides that also not pictured um so the sword that had some people confused yeah um, i'm one of those people i'm yeah i'm trying to place it uh uh, well you probably wouldn't because it's uh obscure and also very forgettable it comes from regeneration one oh that that's the sword of primus oh yeah (laughs) don Um, would get that yeah so like uh during one of the story arcs rodimus prime more or less goes on a vision quest and 
uh, is given the opportunity to choose two artifacts of Primus, and he picks the sword, which, if I remember right, was the correct answer, and then he has a supernatural sword for oh. reasons. It's a thing that happened in, you know, one fiction that not a lot of people seem to like, like. Eight years ago. Well, I don't think Regeneration Man, was really that be? long ago, but, like, you know, going on five, probably. Oh, no, there's more than five. It's been a while, either way. It was a while ago. It came out in... Uh, Quality podcasting. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> uh, 2012. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, ah. Nine years ago. So... <laughs> it's worse. It's worse. Oh, God. Okay, so, yeah, so that's... Uh, I, I can't wait to get this. I can't wait to get my Galvatron to go with it. Yeah, and, so... Um, you, notice on this, you notice on this picture... <laughs> You notice on this picture, um, it says 310 on there, or maybe 10-3. I forget which order it's in because I'm not looking at the picture. Um, yes. Yeah, it says 310. So um, that's a date. That's March 10th. And that is the um, reveal date for this or the like pre-order launch date probably because okay. this is a solicitation image. Uh, the interesting thing about that, this is a Japanese image. So that March 10th, which is a Wednesday, um, for the U.S., most of Wednesday in Japan falls on Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if this is keyed to be um, up for pre-orders on March 10th, uh, it very likely is going to be revealed on Tuesday in the U.S. So probably a Transformers Tuesday event is coming up for us, which will have things besides just Rodimus. So we might be getting you know further Kingdom reveals coming, including Please. Galvatron, for instance, the Ark, An probably. Arc. Please. Yeah. I mean, they have to at some point, yeah. like if they're my supposition right now is that there's going to be a Transformers Tuesday event next week that they just have not deigned to inform us this is happening yet. Or a fan uh, first Friday, I, a late one too. Yeah, I don't, I mean, that's, that's possible. I just Unlikely. think because, because basically where I'm at with this is it seems like a lot of Jap- Japanese pre-orders end up going up like on a Thursday afternoon just yeah. to be as inconvenient for us as possible. Yeah. But since this one is on a Wednesday specifically, it feels like that's keyed to coincide with a reveal event. Yeah. A coordinated reveal event. So, um, like, if there is a Transformers Tuesday thing, I would expect us to find out about it Friday at the earliest. And it'll be perfect, too, because this would be their, uh, you know, Transformers Toy Fair event replacement. And it will happen two days after our live stream. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So that that also makes me think this is likely to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. But yeah, I'm kind of into this. It's it's pretty good looking. Yeah. So it what, is. What do you think of? Uh, we talked about this last week in the the uh, insertion. I don't know what, what to call it. The uh, update that you did. Not that. No. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the appendix skids. Are you feeling it? It's interesting. Yeah. Um. So like a lot of what I think about this is going to depend on the price of it. Um, you know, the way it looks right now from the gray test shot images, like I would think it has to have a lower price point because it looks like a lot simpler engineering. Yep. It looks promising uh, though. I like it. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm very much in favor of at least the aesthetic direction this is going compared oh, to God, yes. the Autobot cars in the last like what four years? They actually sent me a, a test sample. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, sure they did. It looks very nice. Oh, oh, never mind. This is X Transbots. But it, it's gonna look like what this. Now? 
Well, I mean, all things being equal, Savant is a very good figure. The face is a little off, but they messed up on Blur's face as well for uh, 86. Blur's face? No, but, I mean, Savant is a... It. It is a Blur's, Blur's face. Well, I, like, I don't think I got the figure. Should be like Superman. He's moving so fast yeah. that it's a blur, so you can't make him out or not. Okay. No, if they can, if designing skids the way they're designing skids can get the price back down under a hundred dollars, which Please. I mean, or I realize, at least closer to a hundred dollars. Yeah, no, I was gonna say like I realize under a hundred dollars for a masterpiece, even you know a smaller, simpler one like this is probably still kind of a big ask the way things are economically, but like it would help a lot. Now that said though, if I was going to get a version of this, I would probably wait for the cross cut. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would have to get the cross cut because I, I love my diaclone homages. So yeah. But I mean, if this was cheap enough, you would just get both anyway. Yeah. Yes, I would because yeah. I'm stupid. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Same. Just, uh, just for different things. Uh, a couple other things just to quickly talk through. <laughs> I'm going to read how Chris wrote it. Comic-Con and on. Or common. How do you... I, I have a feeling... I that, didn't... I didn't... I didn't do that. I just put the URL at the end. Did Who did that? Did I do that? So I have a feeling, because I'm pretty sure that that was written into the show notes two or three years ago, just like that, and I butchered it then, too. So I don't know if that's autocorrect or what, but it's like... Google Chrome is trying to control me. So, uh, <laughs> Comic Con was is going to be delayed, probably canceled. Yeah, Comic. I mean, I guess I, I guess we could. Con, 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 I have no idea. I have no idea what that's going for. Like, yeah, I, we could we could say SDCC is canceled. They're investigating maybe in like November doing a smaller in person event, but Comic-Con? you know. Oh, Brian. Um, like, and earlier already this year, they canceled um, Anaheim, the Anaheim event, which is where the cancellations for Comic-Con events started last year, too. Anaheim was the first one to go, and then that quickly turned into SDCC going, New York Comic-Con getting canceled. Um, it's probably a little bit early in the process yet for them to go ahead and decide <clears throat> we're not going to try to do New York either. So, you know... Projections right now that we have the Johnson and Johnson vaccine in the, of course, it's International Comic Con, but in the U.S., uh, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine has, I think, now that it's been approved. So there should be enough uh, uh, supply of vaccine right now. If the projection is by the end of May, well, hopefully, with that case, I mean, they could realistically, you know, yeah, no, and if they're if they're thinking about the possibility of a lower attendance uh, Comic Con event in November to, to kind of take over for or take up for SDCC this year, you know, New York Comic Con October would still be a thing that could be on the table for them because it's close enough. And TFCon uh, in Baltimore, hopefully, is still going to be on. Which that was also planned for October, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if, oh, that's this year. Yeah. If, if, if it's not canceled, I am there. I wasn't excited <laughs> about, you know, doing any other conventions anytime soon, but I want to get out. So, yeah, probably yeah. not going to make TFCon Toronto this year still, but, yeah. but, you know, hopefully, hopefully Baltimore is a, still a go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, uh, some new TV series stuff popped up. Kingdom is coming out in July confirmed. Uh, is Peter Cullen 
did I hear that right? Is Peter Cullen going to be Optimus in that? I heard somebody say that. I, I didn't see that confirmed anywhere. I didn't hear anything about it. But okay. Maybe I dreamed it. I, I, I really doubt it because I yeah. don't I don't think um, Hasbro has reversed on their decision with their uh, production partners to oh, yeah. um, not use union uh, talent. So there are a lot of there are, there was there were a lot of rumors about this one about it being in May, which didn't come to, to fruition. It may have just been a rumor. Um, the guy who plays Optimus is not my problem with that series. So, but I do know a lot of people who uh, who are really into Peter Cullen uh, complained about that, but. I'd be fine Peter Cullen never being Optimus Prime again. That's just me. No, I mean, I don't think it's unreasonable to say, like, you know, it's probably okay for Peter Cullen to retire from that role at this yeah. point. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's plenty of people out there who have done the role favorably if they wanted to keep doing that role, such as David K., Neil Kaplan. John Bailey. You know. Yeah. Okay. John, exactly. John. My, would, yeah. But my thing is, like, if they're not going to get Peter Cullen, I wish they would not try and get someone to sound like Peter Cullen. David K. David K. Exactly. was fine. And yeah, David K. does a good job. And Neil and Neil Kaplan. Yeah. Neil Kaplan did it for for fire for fire convoy. R.I.D. Optimus was a great Optimus. That was but again, there were shades there. Very chalk. Again, though, all these names we're throwing out are union actors, and Hasbro at this stage is not. Is Neil working with? Believe all the pretty sure anime's people are in a union. <clears throat> okay, well, okay. So hopes dashed. <laughs> I mean, again, unless Hasbro decides to you know reverse their their current choices oh, and goes back to uh, union shops. Oh, those Beast Wars characters in Kingdom. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just <laughs> I'm just really sick of hearing you know people trying to pretend to be peter cullen and failing yeah. at it i mean it's not a hard yeah. voice to do i just it's a voice you shouldn't do because the peter cullen optimist that we and this was a topic of conversation on history of the fives this week so if you listen to it that was recorded before this um yeah the uh P peter cullen's optimist is he's old he, he needs to sound like john yeah. wayne again and that's mm -hmm. the, that's if if that's if you're going to copy peter cullen have him sound like john wayne don't have him sound like an old man yeah, and see, that's a big part of it, too, because, like, you need, you don't just need someone who can do a good Peter Cullen Optimus Prime. You need um, a director and the voice session who is bringing out the right kind of Peter yeah. Cullen Optimus Prime. And honestly, we have not had that in at least 15 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so in two other series, uh, there is going to be a uh, new Transformers property uh, that's going to be on Nickelodeon. That is a comedy series. I'm hoping it's Transformers Go, but not Transformers Go that we had in Japan. The new Transformers Go, like Teen oh. Titans Go. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, that makes more sense. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> also a BotBot series that is going to be on Netflix. I feel like they maybe waited too long to develop the BotBot series. Yeah. Unless they're hoping that, you know, the, having the media support there will get the retailers back on board with it. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But like, I mean, I guess the money's already spent, probably. So they might as well follow through. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a fun thirteen episodes or whatever they actually get out. That uh, will binge. It in, you know, either way, we'll binge it in like an afternoon, and then you know that'll just be that. Yeah. So that's some that's some stuff. That's some new TV series. Ah, uh, you know, all these Transformers series. 
I, I've been thinking about that I never finished. I didn't finish the Robots in the Skies. I didn't finish Energon or Cybertron. Didn't finish Prime. <laughs> I'm like, God, at this point, there's so many. I think I'm starting to not finish more than I did finish. You didn't finish Prime, but you did watch the finale movie because we did a commentary on and that. It's a lot better than... I, I know the series got better. I know it got better. Season 2 just was too much of what it was doing. It dragged and was kind of plodding, but like Season 3 picked up the pace and revitalized yeah, it. And, and I just didn't get to 3. I just I just quit with 2. 2 is just... I, yeah, and like I can having sat through <clears throat> all of season two, like I can see how that would happen. Yeah, it. I just I found season one boring. I found season two just in, impenetrable, and uh, but I have no excuse when it comes to robots in disguise. None. What I watched, you I should love. Also, you should also watch the new robots in disguise. I'm talking about. I'm that's what I'm talking about the 2016 or 2015. Oh, I thought you meant the 2001. Disguise. Yeah, no, I I finished that. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, no, yeah, I have no excuse when it comes to the the new robots in the skies or Cyberverse for that matter. Cyberverse is pretty good. Yeah, it's very very easily consumable. You know, at ten minute per episode. Yeah, uh, it should just be one of those things I do with my kids. Just force them to watch. Actually, stuff. the the ten minute episode format for Cyberverse, I think, actually helped it because like it kind of made it stay to the point. You know, within each episode block. And actually, now that I think of it, I didn't finish the original Robots in the Skies. That's when my dad died, so I missed, like, the last well, five. I well, missed, I guess you have an excuse, but yeah. still, like, Yeah, my, that's, like, that. it happened right then. I just never finished it. So I, I missed, like, the last five episodes. I need to go back and watch that, so. Mm. Uh, the last five episodes weren't that good anyway. No, they were. I'm sure. They were. <laughs> <laughs> they, no, they really weren't. I mean, Rob, you know how a lot of uh, anime of that genre tends to uh, finish out. It's all pretty rote. Yeah. Yeah, so... Okay, Brian. I know. I know. I can't push. I know. I can't push your button tonight, Brian. But why are you pushing all of mine? I'm sorry, Don. <laughs> Except he wasn't even saying anything bad about 2001 Robots in Disguise. That was sorry, me. my dad died, Don. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm saying it's like it's like you know you didn't miss much, and you know Prime sucked. It's like oh. Like, just well, never mind. Just a big keep part on. of Prime did suck. It did suck. It but really overall, did. it was a very strong series. No, if you, yeah. If you, if you first, just watch the bookends, that part's pretty good. <laughs> but like that whole middle, the the bulk of it, the mass of it, all the pages in between those covers, yeah, just kind of hard to digest. Yeah. Nah, I, I, Boy, am I mixing my metaphors? Just the first season wasn't <laughs> that great. Second season was just downright bad. Mm-mm. Sorry. So. Like, um, later parts of season two were pretty good, and season three was good, and a lot of that came down to they just kept developing Starscream and Knockout. Yeah. Like, a lot of times, those two just stole the show, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there, you know, there was good bits in the middle, too. Like, the one time uh, Jack asked Optimus, hey, you want to see something funny? Because he had, you know, like, so, uh, he had a TV or a computer or something, and Optimus just completely deadpan. No. <laughs> yeah okay uh let's see here i guess that's it so chris what crazy crap did you get this week um if i got anything off topic since the last time i was on i can't remember so it's uh gonna be a rare all on topic week for me oh wow um now i can't remember did i talk about studio series cup the last time i was on i don't remember i, I, don't, think so. I don't think so I, yeah i might not have had that um at that time. So I got Studio Series Cup finally. Uh, and much like Blur, 
I like the Titans Return, well, the Legends colors of the Titans Return mold better. Um, but okay, so like for um, you know appearance accuracy, the vehicle mode is much better with the Studio Series one. But it's just it's not that fun to handle or transform. I don't like the way the robot mode looks as much. Like you know, deco wise, it gets it as right as the Legends one did, but I don't really like the feel of it that much. Um, so, like, right now with the Studio Series 86 stuff, it's kind of going 50-50 here, because, like, I like Grimlock a lot. Jazz surprised me with how much I ended up liking that. But Blur and Cup just are not really doing it for me, unfortunately. So, those are probably just going to go sit in the bin somewhere. Um, so, in the meantime, I, um, picked up something I'm pretty pleased with, um, BotCon 2013 Machine Wars set Stryka. Nice. Ah, yes. Uh, which also came with an Obsidian that I didn't really want, but I, you know, couldn't just buy the Stryka. They were sold as a pair, so. Did this you get is nice eBay, enough. or did you find it in a store? Uh, sale from a mutual on Twitter. Oh, okay. Um, so I got a pretty good price on these. I'm uh, satisfied with what I paid for them. Um, and, like, Obsidian's fine. I'm not, like, a fan of the darker um, show-accurate deco. Like, for people who remember that far back, initially, the Obsidian from this set was shown in toy-accurate green, which I was a lot more interested in, because when Beast Machines was in first run, I got the Obsidian toy long before Obsidian appeared on the show, because uh, that's just how things work then. So, like, for me, Obsidian is the little green helicopter. He's not the, you know, dark gray or whatever um weird osprey thing from the show uh but like these have unusually good head sculpts for fun pub original like i'm just really surprised having these in hand how good they are for being you know botcon toys from by a lot of regard an off year for the exclusives um so i'm really i'm Especially really happy to have the Stryka off of that uh, 2010 Warpath mold. That's a great mold. These are great colors on it. And um, this is my first representation of Stryka since the original Beast Machines toy, which, you know, is a little bit odd. Uh, but Beast Machines toys were like that. And it was either for the better or for the worse. And Stryka, unfortunately, kind of fell on the worse side back then. And I'll be honest, though, for all the, the coloring aside, I think them picking that highbrow mold from Hunt for the Decepticons was a pretty good choice. That's that's a lot more of a solid mold than a lot of people give it credit for. No, it it's a pretty good mold. And I've given this a fair bit of thought since actually getting this, uh, since getting it in the mail. Like, at the time they did this, they had really limited options on what they could do. And while I would never say that the highbrow mold is ideal to represent Obsidian, like it gets the point across as well as anything else they could have picked at that time. Um, I, but my preference would be for Obsidian to not be bigger than Stryka. Uh, I actually did go back and look at screen captures. They were basically the same height in the show, and I would prefer that, if anything, if not to have Obsidian a little bit smaller. But again, for what they had to work with at the time, it's not a bad choice, and you're right. The highbrow mold it has its quirks, uh, like especially the way the uh, arms and hands are set up. Uh, but it's an interesting thing. The vehicle mode's very non-standard. Like it has a lot going for it. I have uh, Obsidian, and also I have uh, uh, Power Dive. Although I think they sold it as 
they either sold it as Ransack and it's supposed to be Power Diver or the other way around, I can't remember. Uh, but it's based on um, one of the G2 Rotor First toys. And I got this at BotCon 2015, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. The only version I don't have is Highbrow. Because <laughs> I didn't care about it as that character so much. I just uh, like the redecos. When I say like the redecos, I like the redeco and I just am kind of okay with Obsidian existing. Um, so then another uh, another Twitter sale I hit up, I was able to get um, a, an extra Rook, Combiner Wars Rook. Excellent. Uh, and uh, Robots in Disguise 2016, um, this is Paralon, I think. So there was a Scorpion mold in late Robots in Disguise <clears throat> Warrior class. Um, the regular retail one was brown, and that was sold as Scorponok. And then this was a Toys R Us exclusive, which they redecoed in purple oh. and gave a new head sculpt that resembles uh, Beast Wars Scorponok. I don't remember that. That's because it was a Toys R Us exclusive, and it kind of came and went. What was the name? Um, Paralon. P-A-R-A-L-O-N. I think that came out about the same time they got their exclusive Seekers. Um it, it, yeah, it shipped in a case with uh, the Starscream, which started out as a Toys R Us exclusive, and then Starscream went to a regular retail assortment, but this deco of this mold did not. Hmm. I can check and see if I have that. I, I'm sure um, I don't. It's cheap, so like if you don't care to get a loose one, it's pretty cheap on okay. eBay. I'm saving um, so the search. Rook did not have accessories. The seller could not find the fist or the um, <clears throat> little claw thing. So the two of these together I got for 25 shipped, which if you nice. know what rooks go for on the secondary market, like it's a damn good deal. What does even rook without, go for on the secondary market? Um, a loose complete one by itself is about $30 Okay, on the low end. So yeah, I got a, I got a pretty good deal on that. I'm, I'm happy with what I paid for that. And like, I I know I have a couple spare combiner fists around here oh, yeah. of some stripe. So, you know, if I have to have that combining, the reason I want more rooks, I want to get two more. I've got, this is one this is my number 2. Um I like them as auto trooper stand-ins. Like they just oh, yeah. have that look and feel yeah, about them. Um and, you know, a <clears throat> combiner at some point made with four rook limbs would also look pretty cool if you got the right kind of torso for it. So it's definitely like a long term back burner kind of project. But, you know, it's something as the opportunities rise, I'm going to, you know, slowly work toward because I love that Combiner Wars rook mold. It's probably my favorite deluxe mold from Combiner Wars. It is just like so much it stands out so much from all the other things that are so samey when you get right down to it. Uh, Cause even like swindle, which used the same uh, basic engineering, even that feels like a very different toy because of the changes they made to it. The unite warriors nose cone. Yeah, I have that too. That is, yeah. that's a brilliant Amazing. thing. And my favorite expression of this mold is wandering roller from grand Galvatron, which is yes. just a straight recolor of Rook. But it's got all the the paint effects and color variants that Rook doesn't have, basically. And it just shows how beautiful that mold is with all the detail when they actually, like, um, put, you know, a Voyager's worth of paint on it to bring all that out. Because, like, on uh, Wandering Roller, the whole vehicle shell is painted (coughs) silver. It's just, it's the prettiest thing. It's, I mean, it's weird colors because of what it's based on, but, like, it is so good looking. 
Um, so I think that catches me up um, to my back. Oh, no, not quite. <laughs> almost forgot these. Uh, so Galactic Odyssey uh, finished out. And uh, Amazon oh, yeah. sent out the last two sets over the course of like five days, give or take. So I have the um, the Micromasters set. Uh, so it's the six pack that has the two in there that are based loosely on the mask vehicles. Yeah. Uh, and also it has a couple to finish out one of the other um, half teams that they released. Um, you'll notice that I haven't taken any of these out of the packaging Same. and they'll They'll probably stay that way for the foreseeable future because, like, they're micromasters. They're they're war for Cybertron micromasters. Yeah, like they, they do not have the power to surprise. Alas, no. You know, Don. <laughs> I know. Way. I know. In my head, it's the power to surprise. But it, whenever I hear it, it's the power to survive. It's the way I hear it. I would feel like that's more action masters. <sighs> if it was going to be anything. Yeah. Like, I know it's not anything and yeah. it's just, you know, you being you, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the a sad- more compelling catchphrase. Yeah. You know, the sad thing is if they had done all six as mask homages, I think a lot of people would have been. Oh, more yeah. Inclined. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's just, I mean, I'm glad that they recognize that there's, but it's, this been this, it's been that way for years. We get, Switch force that they could have done as mask, which made a lot more sense, but they didn't do. And you know, it's just like here's a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit there, and that we'll give you one Matt Tracker and GI Joe, and it's Although, like they just. Okay, so I think I think you're right that there would have been more interest in the set if it was all mask references, but I also think it would still have ended up the same way where a lot of people would have bought it, but do the same thing me and Brian are doing and not ever taking them out of the package. <laughs> because still at the end of the day they are siege micromasters and they're just not that interesting unfortunately like i wish they were i really really wish they were when um all the siege stuff first was being talked about the micromasters were the thing i felt the most interested in at the time and then i got two micromaster patrols and um well patrols two micromaster duos and uh no 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 the best thing the micromaster price point did was to give me Rat Bat. Especially since nobody else was ever able to get it. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm exaggerating. Um, okay, so that was the first of the two Galactic Odyssey sets that uh, came in short succession. And then, of course, there was uh, the Botropolis Rescue Mission or something. Whatever. It's yeah, called. Botropolis Rescue Mission. I actually got it right. Uh, so that's the um, redecos of Airwave and Ironworks and two other MicroMaster teams. And the whole idea of this, I love the idea of this. Like, the modulators can be put together to make a little space center. And you get the uh, space shuttle MicroMasters and the support vehicles. So you can have, like, a whole little launch set up. It's got double dealers uh, shoulder rocket thing to use as the uh, solid rocket booster. It's a really clever idea. And they... Um, Redecoed Airwave cleverly, too, where it's the same colors, technically, as um, Airwave. This is over-air, though, the zone microbase. Uh, and they just, like, changed all the values of the colors. So it looks very different in person, but it's um, over-air. The original over-air toy did not have any color differences from Airwave. So they just kind of tweaked the values of the colors on the original toy. Uh, to get a different enough deco while still staying true to the spirit of what the original was, which 
Like it's Neat. clever. Um, unfortunately, it's brought down a little by Ironworks just being Ironworks, not being repurposed as a different character. But uh, part of that is because Ironworks in Zone was still just the Ironworks construction base. Like it wasn't a different name attached to the MicroMaster or the base unit. So, like there wasn't a whole lot they could work with. They would have had to go into you know the archive of names. Like I would. I would go with like payload or something for this just because, you know, it's the gantry set up for a space shuttle system. But like, I really like the idea of this and this not being out of the package is not out of lack of interest. It's out of lack of a place to set it up right now. (laughs) I'm working on that, but like, this is something I definitely want to get out of here and mess with and just kind of enjoy the setup. Um, especially with Skylinks in Skylinks' launch base mode too, because like that's the whole story track with that set. It's the MicroMasters getting their like space center set up so they can go searching for Skylinks who is lost in space somewhere, which is an interesting story hook, um, which obviously is never going to get further developed because there's no more Galactic Odyssey sets to tell the story with. <laughs> So uh, I guess they've uh, left this toy subline on a cliffhanger for us. Way to go. Hmm. Um, then the last thing I have is uh, Kingdom Ultra Magnus. Oh, what? <laughs> yes. See, it's, it's Earth mode with the trailer and everything. Where'd you get that? Nice. Um, Secret? It came in the mail. Okay. It came in the mail. And the, uh, if you uh, follow me on Twitter at ChrisRTXV, I posted uh, pictures earlier today of... Uh, a very damaged shipping box, and this is what was inside. Ah. Remarkably, even though the shipping box looked like it had been sat on and taken a bite out of, um, like Magnus's packaging inside was perfectly fine. You would never have known anything had gone wrong with the outer package. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, credit to the um, retailer that I obtained this from for their. Uh, packaging because like if they had cheaped out on that even a little bit it probably would have been very broken uh so that at least turned out well so the uh trailer on this is similar ish to the siege one um i don't know if it's just me having more clear memory of how to work this than i expected to uh but like getting the pieces assembled into the trailer configuration was a lot smoother and quicker process than it was uh, when I tried to do it with Siege Magnus early on. Um, I don't think it's like super different from that. Um, like, there's not really like the lower deck simulated in this the same way, and I think it's a little bit longer. Um, but you know, a lot of what you're doing with this is the same kind of thing, and. If you don't like the process of kind of abstractly tabbing together hinged panels into other floating parts, this is still probably not going to be fun for you exactly, but it does tab together solidly and like it's pretty intuitive where to get everything to go in here. Um, You know, you might reference a stock photo or something just to kind of get a feel for what they're trying to do. Um, like the gauntlet pieces going along the uh, inside of the upper deck might not be immediately obvious if you don't want to go through the instructions, but everything else kind of just falls into place pretty easily. Uh, so, like, that's turned out pretty well for being, you know, what feels a little bit like an ad hoc reconfiguration of a lot of the existing pieces into a 
less weird looking trailer shape. Um, it does have its drawbacks because uh, it sits farther back now and it does not hide the fists on the cab uh, all that well. Mm. Which we kind of knew from the stock photos anyway. I'm going to try to transform this real quick here. Uh, the good news is the uh, truck bumper does slide up. Uh, so it's not, you know, a, it's not like a waistcoat on here. It will uh, slide up if you can get it lined up right. I don't remember, Matt, on Siege Magnus, do you remember if you had to have the cab slid forward to get the bumper piece to slide up? Or would it just slide up with the whole... Yeah. Because on this, at least, you have to have that uh, slid forward to get that to move. And that was... That was not clear initially, uh, and it made me think, like, maybe that's why the stock photos had that down, because the person uh, taking the pictures couldn't figure out that you had to do that extra step to get that free to move. Hmm. Um, In the meantime, there's the um, cab robot with the uh, backpack set up correctly, and, like... I get why this is the way it is. I kind of prefer the attitude approaching Siege Ultra Magnus, where like it's similar to what that Optimus looked like, where you could tell there's a connection between them design-wise, but it's not identical. This is trying more to be identical to Earthrise Optimus in what the chest looks like. Mm. And that's a little bit less interesting, but you know, for a retail a retool the way they had to do this, it turned out better than I expected in person. But to answer your question, yes, you do have to push the cab forward okay. in order to in order to slide the bumper up. Okay, so that didn't actually change between them, but I forgot that was a step. And again, I wouldn't be surprised if that's why the stock photos look like that because somebody else also forgot or didn't realize that had to be done to release that part to move. Um, so in terms of changes, like obviously the front of the truck is a new piece uh, restyled. The missile launchers are new; they're a new design. Uh, they hmm. fit and work the same way as the originals, by which I mean they're you know single pieces with the red tips painted on. Um, but they're um, they actually have uh, the flanges on here to look like the trigger for a spring-loaded missile. But you know it's a non-moving part, so like it seems it almost feels like they modeled uh, original toy launchers and then just made the parts not moving. It's kind of neat and weird at the same time. Um, the armored up mode works and feels just like the Siege Ultra Magnus. Um, obviously, you know, several of the armor parts on that are restyled to uh, be smoother. They're not as like over detailed like the Siege one was. Obviously, there's no battle damage, which um, is a plus for me if you like the battle damage for whatever weird reason, you know, that will probably feel like an absence to you. Um, but like overall, it turned out pretty well for just, you know, retooling the Ultra Magnus that they had already worked on and, you know, gotten a few uses out of already. Um, I, I won't be sad if we never see this again, uh, even not having gotten the Delta Magnus out of it. I, I, I would like to see a powered convoy come off of this, but at the same time, like, it might be time to put this engineering to bed. This is fine, but probably, you know, doesn't need to get pushed much farther than that. Um, it has the same mold rifle as uh, Siege Ultra Magnus, and the the leg cannons that were obviously meant for the Galaxy Convoy retool are not included anymore. I imagine that 
production budget went into some of the uh, remade parts or um, like changes they had to make to the trailer. Yeah, it probably got eaten up by that or just, you know, the, the cost changed enough that they couldn't justify putting that in anymore without that other retool uh, in the wings. Hmm. But yeah, I got that. I was supposed to get another thing today, but uh, UPS was UPS, so uh, that didn't really work out. Maybe I'll talk about that on Saturday if UPS actually gets their stuff together. But that uh, is all I've gotten over the last, what, three weeks? That's pretty awesome. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that's, that's what's important. Uh, John, do you get anything? Uh, somehow I knew you were going to toss it to me yep. out of order. Um, let's see here. I don't know, man. We've been doing this for what? About 48 years now. Well, so like I, this segment we've been doing for five or six, seven. Or, no, more than that. Yeah, about oh, six man. or seven years, I think. Yeah, probably. Um, let's see here. I think the only thing notable I got, um, this week is a little bit off topic, but it's GI Joe. It's a 1964 GI Joe, uh, toy pamphlet. It's a fold out. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a catalog, Uh, but, uh, it's, uh, yeah, that is a 57 year old, um, equivalent of a transformers G one, um, catalog fold out by the Hassenfeld brothers. Um, and as the uh, stamp on it says, insist on GI Joe. When you go to your oh, toy yes. store. Yes. John, does, it, does it have that smell? <laughs> you mean of like whiskey and cigarettes? Uh, like, like the either that, song? Either that or like, you know, that smell vintage that you paperwork. <laughs> like old comic books or, you know, newsprint. Uh, give me a second. Does it have that kind of smell to it? Cause nah, me, I'm afraid it smells like, um, you know, the fog of war and, um, uh, and just, you know, standard paper stock, but maybe I'll smell harder and it'll come to me. Uh, anyway, it's just uh, like an essential part of the experience of like, you know, old print material like that. It's, it's got to have that specific scent to it. Indeed. It's not there yet. Give it another 10 years. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it promotes a GI Joe as, as America's movable fighting man, mm-hmm. uh, get the lifelike action figure and outfits, uh, him. Huh. That's kind of weirdly written for all these exciting phases of military service. Yeah. Outfit him for all these exciting, you know, okay. outfit like equip. The text breaks weird. Uh, yeah, that, that, sounds, that seems more like the problem. <laughs> yes, yes. Copywriter who is uh, probably not on this mortal plane anymore. Uh, so let's see here. You can, yes, you can, um, you can dress him for air survival. Uh, you can have a dress uniform, combat, command post, military police. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Shore patrol. You can dress him for Navy attack, for underwater demolition, for sea rescue. Uh, you can even dress him to be a combat paratrooper, a communications uh, specialist. He's got a little phone. How about that? And a dress parade specifically for Marines uh, and beachhead assault. So, yeah, this is fun. It also has uh, prices for all the outfits and accessories. On it. <laughs> it's nothing over um, $3. No, four dollars. <laughs> the actual toy is four dollars, and everything mm. else is like a buck twenty. <laughs> so anyway, that's fun, and uh, and I'm definitely going to use gloves the next time I uh, touch that. But uh, 
So yeah, a little piece of uh, GI Joe history. And I don't mind saying I got it for like less than $10. So if if you're interested in random stuff like that, apparently you can still, that can still be had for like, you know, effectively nothing, half of a deluxe. Come on. So anyway, to have like a legit piece of toy history. So anyway, that's really it for me. Uh, not much, but it is fun. I was looking for Transformers catalogs recently, foreign ones. Um, our buddy Vice Grip X, who had a dream that I ended our friendship of 20 plus years a couple days ago. Um, don't know why. Uh, but he got like a German catalog and it was just awesome, full of stuff, full of neat stuff. And I'm like, I have a, I have several Japanese catalogs, but I don't have any Europe. Well, I don't have more than one or two European catalogs. So. Mm-hmm. that's something I should uh, go in and start picking up more. Yeah. You know, real quick on that. I think um, given like our fandoms uh, uh, zeal for finding uh, trivia and tidbits and yes. stuff, I think we probably have, we probably have this covered for transformers, but I was listening to an, uh, to a wrestling podcast the other day and apparently like with San Francisco toy maker that made um, that had one of the wrestling licenses about 20 years ago. Jack's. Yeah, um, it was like WCW for a hot minute, and maybe ECW for like again for like a year Jax. or something like that. Is it, no, no, no. Um, There's yeah, definitely several Jackson WWE. Yeah, it yeah. was something. It was one of the the three. Anyway, the point the point being, uh, from one of the Toy Fair catalogs from like 20 years ago, they discovered multiple like never released never seen before prototypes and figures that were going to be released, but never ended up going to market. And so, you know, over 20 years later in some circles, they're still finding stuff and they're finding stuff in like catalogs and things like that. Cause so, cause nobody's looked at these catalogs with like a knowledgeable eye to say like, Hey, that like doesn't exist or like, Hey, that never came out. I think we've got it covered with transformers, Yeah, transformers but it's really, crazy. it's yeah, but it's really cool to hear that that is like still happening yeah, i mean there's Actually, always been wrestling collectors but it's just like really exploded in popularity because prior to this i mean it was people collecting like the hasbro stuff and then i don't know that and then uh kimco or whoever did like the um uh the what, Vern Ganya, his organization um awa awa whoever made those figures but then i you know, all this other stuff I don't think anybody cared about. Go ahead, Don. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I believe the toys that made us covered a lot of this in their wrestling Rimco. episode about, yeah, about all the, about all the licenses and all the short term runs and long, all yeah. that. So I believe that was all covered in that episode of the toys that made us. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Hey, one thing I thought of too. Uh, it's easier for us to like track Transformers <laughs> history because it's not a license until recently. Yes. Relatively. It's not really a licensed brand. So like it's pretty easy to see everything that brand. came out. Yeah. But yeah. now that's probably going to happen. We're going to have weird licensing well, stuff. There's always that actually been licensed stuff. That's what like I, I love like what we used to call artifacts. And mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I still see stuff from the 80s that I had no idea existed. Like I saw a tent recently. And there's like three tents, and I'm like, I had no idea any of these existed. And one guy in Oklahoma that I look at his stuff on a Facebook group, that I, I drool over, he had it, and I'm like, well, holy crap, that's amazing. There's a ton of stuff like that. 
Uh, that, that bucket set you got like within the yeah. last year or so that was that was news to me entirely. Yeah. That was neat. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, Sandbot. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that, and I, I love I love those things. God, I wish I I got outbid by a cent on that Soki Optimus Prime. Oh no! Oh, it, I mean, I'm certain. I remember. The, I'm certain the high bid was over a cent more than. Oh yeah. I'm certain they bid over what I did, but the auction ended at one cent over my bid, and um. No, maybe it didn't actually. It'd have been a dollar or something, probably. But yeah, it was. Uh, there's, there's a lot of licensed stuff like that, but not toys. Oh man. Um, yeah, and one cool. of the, and one of the sad thing is we all this stuff we know about, like the Hot Rod Ride on, <laughs> you know, and all this other stuff that we know about, yet we've never seen, like you know, Cookie Crisp Jazz and. Oh, Wonder you know I mean, cookie, crisp, all this. cookie crisp jazz is out there. You can buy that now. I I, th- I thought that was still you know kind of like that's that's a, that one's that one's out that one's available. I, I thought about buying one of those. Okay, I, I thought it was still one of those. How do you distinguish it? What's the difference? The box. How was it packed? You know all that kind of stuff. Uh, you pretty much have to. I mean, like I don't. Uh, the the one surefire way to get it is to get it in the shipping box. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, so I think that might be more Don's point, like, you know, but on the, the assumption on the assumption that, you know, the majority of those that exist out there don't have that original shipping carton. Like, right, you exactly. Know, Don, yeah. what was the Rod- Rodimus or Hot Rod you're talking about? There was, there was a, I'm trying to remember, I, th- I think it's St. Galvatron, he knows a lot about this, but there's something about, a, there's a Hot Rod ride-on that you could win that was like a power wheel or something that was tie in oh. to the Transformers the movie promotion. There's that Transformers like we've known about it that's but, out there, but I that's a different one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's just what John was saying. You know, it's all the stuff we know about this stuff, the but power we cycle. never see it either. Okay, maybe that's maybe that's well, what I was well, no, the power cycle. Then, but the po- the power cycle is that's that was done by Coleco of all of all people, the Connecticut Leather Company. Um, but <laughs> uh, yes. I, uh, I, I've been actually looking for one of those. They're not easy to get. Um, I, I almost bought a box recently, not without the toy, just the box. And, um, yeah, I, but Don, I don't think that's what you're talking about. Cause that, that's not, hmm. that's not the same thing. Yeah. yeah no, the like, odds, a, of, a the odds of that surviving are low. Yeah. A pedal car or, um, a power wheels you know, one-off custom thing for a prize like that is totally within the realm of possibility for that time period. So like, you know, that probably is a thing that I've, I've heard vague rumors of the hot rod, like pedal car as well. So I know what Don's talking about. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. I didn't know about that one. That's neat. Uh, Hey Don, you know, one day in the future, it will turn up in some weird warehouse like those, um, uh, live appearance costumes. Right now, I don't think there's any like actual physical evidence of it existing. Yes. Yeah, or it might show up like in a container in like Argentina, and there's yeah. like 300 yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Don, did you get anything? You had a big yes, purchase. Is, do you have it? Uh, that should. Well, it was. <sighs> there's a story there, and hopefully, it'll be coming tomorrow. The way the shipping is looking, it's gonna be a, uh, next week. It's gonna be a big week. Then I think. Yep. Like. Uh, yep. Off topic. I've, you know, I, I'm not, I don't do much with the He-Man, the new, the new retro, modern retro line, mm-hmm. 
But I got Scareglow. I, Where did you get it? Just, I was at the Walmart looking for the second wave of Headmasters, and it was just hanging <laughs> on the shelf. It oh, was nice. him. Yeah, it was nice. him. Him, Manny, Faces, and Orca were hanging there. I just wanted the scare glow because I never, I've never, I never had a scare glow, and I thought, well, that's kind of neat. So I went ahead and picked him up. Um, yeah. I've, I've got another off-topic item, but it, t- it tees into another on-topic item. Uh, I, as I showed off earlier, I got the Botropolis set, which looks really great. Um, I'm going to enjoy that. Um, I also got Expanse. I went ahead and I was got that from Target, and I've got a second one that my girlfriend slash fiance got for me. So I've got two because I wanted I wanted one because this is so nineties X Men, and in relation to that, I got the art and making of the X Men nineties oh, cool. series. Yeah, actually, I've been looking at this on my uh, eBay watch list for maybe on Amazon watch list for a while. It was like a $49 book. It was on sale for 29. It went on seller for 25. <laughs> and I had and I had a $5 prime coupon for buying something that was a prime item. I don't know how nice. that works. So basically it's a $50 hardcover for 20 bucks. So nice. which, which will which will go really good with the book Matt got me on the on the making of the series. So for a comic book that I couldn't stand, I'm loving this all this TV show tie-in stuff. So yeah, no, well, no, um, I mean, like the cartoon was the way to consume '90s X-Men. Like, yeah, because I mean, out. I mean, they had to boil it down to the basics. Yeah, which to which to me made it a lot more enjoyable than going through the you know confusion of the uh, the comics. Oh, yeah. Nine, 90s, 90s X-Men comics are so convoluted. Yeah, <laughs> the only other thing that I got uh, technically, I took it back today. I got the Megatron Pop Culture Shock statue. Cause it was on sale at GameStop hmm. and I got it. I was happy with it for the most part. And then I got a really good look at the uh, a web page that had, that had the prime statue out of the package. No. Oh Just, yeah. So it's like, I like the Megatron, but the matching prime just does not look that great. So I went in, I took the Megatron back cause it just, I gotta have one with the other and it's hmm. just, they it just the prime just does not look good. But that's uh, that's all I got. Okay, well, let's let Matt go next so he can go to bed. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Matt. Yes. All right. So I picked up reissue Headmaster Decepticons. Nice. Oh yeah, nice. I got mind wiped today. I forgot to mention that, but yeah. I didn't open it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I only picked up the De- or picked up the Decepticons because, as Chris pointed out on Twitter, like he got mind wiped because he's just waiting for the last one to degrade that's that's why i got the decepticons because yeah. i know they're they have a limited shelf life and i already have an auxiliary weird wolf so i don't have to worry about that one at least yeah and uh today i got studio series cup nice nice and uh i actually quite like him uh he is very fiddly like in transformation yeah, his the, the transformation is not my favorite thing ever but surprisingly, I personally, I think the face looks way better in person. I'm perfectly fine with it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm quite happy with this cup. I I still like the Legends one, the uh, the Titans Return Legends one. So he just moved up with um, well w- with my other Headmaster toys. But yeah, this I'm quite happy with. And okay, I got the face is not as like staggering in person as the photos made it out to be. You're right about that. Yeah. And I got Marvel Legends Frogman. Nice. I saw that. I almost picked it up. 
It's great. Uh, excellent reuse of the the Doctor Octopus body. So. Oh, holy uh, crap! Yeah, I would never. That have makes sense. That. Uh, I didn't catch it until, but you can see under his backpack, he still has the ports for all the tentacles. Ah, uh, 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 that's some good body reuse. Yeah. Yeah. It works out really well. And I got another super mini plot kit. I got my bio man, bio man, bio dragon, uh, the, the, uh, the grandest of super sentai max. I, yeah, you, you can see in the big box art picture there that it is literally just a flying table. <laughs> there was a grandest. Yes. On eBay this, <laughs> there was a grandest that went, that was sold on eBay this week. Yes. Yes. It's a carrier that turns into a shelf. It's yeah. not sold to me. Excellent. <laughs> And uh, that's it for me, I believe. I wanted that grandest, but it didn't have accessories, but it had the box. And oh. It was beautiful. Oh. Yeah, but how much work would it have been to like, come up with accessories? To, there, know, are of, uh, re- there are a lot of repro accessories for grandest. Would you be okay with that, though? Yeah, I probably would, but it, it was expensive. <laughs> it was like half the price, the going price of a complete one. Yeah, uh-huh. I, think he, I think he can live with that, Chris. He can't. Like the Superfire Dag one looks nice, and I would like to have it, but I it's not as Ooh. a not as a stand-in for uh, Grandis. It would be like an addition to. Yeah, no, that makes mm. sense. Yeah, but it's nice looking. Uh, I didn't realize until recently I had forgot that there's also a Brave Deathsaurus uh, repaint that looks really nice, and uh, I saw one of those and I was tempted <laughs> by it, but it's expensive. But not as not yeah. as expensive. Now uh, the uh, the that one is a. Some, but it only comes with one breast animal. It doesn't yeah. come with both of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Rob. Okay, so I got a fairly large box from Big Bad Toy Store because I had like six months of stuff I'd been waiting to ship and finally did. So uh, start with the off-topic thing. It's just one. Um, I got the standard uh, version of the Vintage Collection Mandalorian just because I felt like it. Um. Nice figure. They still do the Iron Man 2 style hips on vintage collection things these days. I do not understand why now, I, at, at all. For, for those who aren't so familiar, can you describe what constitutes an Iron Man 2 style hip? Absolutely. Um, Iron, Iron Man 2 star hips, style hips are universal joint hips, but you have to, the, the rotation is very unnatural. You have to basically turn them to move the leg forward or to the side. And it's really, it's, it's a very kind of, I don't want, don't want to say difficult. It's a very deliberate kind of action that just feels extremely unnatural and unsatisfying on every figure I've ever had that uses it. It's It's, it's sort of like the most complicated V crotch setup possible. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's they they've got okay range, but just getting there is weird. And so, if you've ever handled any of Hasbro's old Iron Man two action figures, if you've handled anything recent from the Vintage Collection, it's a very similar setup. And yeah, I I don't understand why they're using it when there's a bunch of other ways to do that that they've used on four inch figures since, most of which work better in my opinion. But uh, other than that, it's a nice looking figure. Good deco. I, I'm I'm happy with it. I I haven't even seen the show yet, but uh, it's I just thought the figure looked good, so why not? 
Um, everything else is on topic. I grabbed uh, three Slither Fangs, which uh, I had one already, and I want to just attach them all to something because <laughs> I feel like it. Um, if you've ever seen the Full Armor Gundam from Gundam Thunderbolt, that's kind of what I've got in mind, something something ridiculous like that. So that, that's why, what I needed three Slither Fangs for because I noticed the first one had just articulation to work like the shields in that. So why not? So you have um, a white runner thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's got the gun to me looking rifle that it comes with. So that might be a good test subject for that idea. Yeah, that's a possibility. I was kind of also thinking of shockwave just because he, uh, uh, he is purple. Is purple, yes. Is, is purple and turns into a very Gundam-looking battleship, so it all just kind of fits together in my mind. He is kind uh, of the Alexandria, yeah. Yeah, he really is. So that, that's kind of where I'm going with that, and I, I got those at pretty much retail, which is hard to do with Slither Fangs at this point, so that, that, was, uh, that was lucky. Um, and then I shipped pretty much the all the generation select stuff I ordered over the last six months. Um, Sandstorm is the first of the cone heads I've actually handled. That's a really nice uh, figure. I love the deco. It is so weird to just put the nose cone inside the larger nose cone to transform <laughs> it. That is an understandable and still incredibly bizarre choice. Yeah. Um, select G2 Megatron is just gorgeous. Uh, I would not i i it is it is so weird how every single part of that toy is a lateral move from the siege one just every piece in styling in operation is similar enough to the siege figure but different that it doesn't make any sense at all uh the just i'm not quite sure why they did this twice in this specific way but i'm very happy to have it in that particular shade of incredibly vivid green that is such a nice deco. I, I'm I'm so glad I decided to get that. Um, also got uh, select hot house who I have not uh, gotten out of the package yet, but looks nice. I'm I'm still not sure why. In the case of the MicroMaster bases, they decided that uh, the bright colors were a sin, and they decided to you know move the two interesting ones over to select. But I've got them all now, so it doesn't matter. Um, I also got the uh, the cassettes, which again haven't opened them, but uh, I at least have Frenzy and Wing Thing, and also those rectangle guys I cared about a lot more before I actually handled Double Dealer. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah, and lastly, I got Omega Supreme, which that is really nice. That uh, I, I'm really happy I I grabbed that. It's a it's a nice toy. It's well, it's big. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and it does it does everything it needs to very well. The only thing about it that I, I feel like could have been done a little better is that, as usual, as usual, the instructions are not particularly precise on how you configure the various armatures for the uh, rocket shell. And if you do it wrong, the, ar- the shoulder piece will get completely jammed. If if you do not have that hanging far enough down, if you have that if you have that little ridge on the uh, on the armature uh, sticking up even a little, the shoulder piece will jam halfway into the shoulder, and you have to pull it back out and rearrange things and and put it back. Other than that, I really do like it. It is it is 
it is big in a satisfying kind of way. It's it's really neat looking, and uh, perhaps uh, best of all for a Titan, which has not happened to me with a Titan I've gotten since Predaking, it actually fits back in the box once you've opened it, which is nice. Because <laughs> Trypticon doesn't do that, and Scorponoctra doesn't do that, so... Yeah, it's it's nice to uh, have one of those that actually that actually fits back in the box. And uh, besides that, oh yeah, there was one more off-topic thing. I got the uh, I got that four-inch uh, Master Chief figure that Brian got with the uh, Warthog a couple of weeks back, and uh, that we tracked down and turned out to be made by like a subsidiary of Jazzwares or something. Yeah, and yeah, for like nine or ten bucks. <laughs> As that that is a really excellent figure, especially as you know, as four inch figures go, that is actually a good price for those anymore. Distressingly, so that is uh, yeah that that is a really nice figure for the price, and uh, uh, I uh, I just like that scale as evidenced by the fact that I'm still buying vintage thing uh, vintage collection <laughs> figures. So yeah, my Walmart had the six inch or seven inch figure um, for fifteen bucks, and mm. whoever it was we were talking to on Twitter said it was really nice i just couldn't bring myself to do it i just i understand like uh, i'm not i'm not huge into halo the only one i've ever spent more than five minutes with was the rts and that was maybe 25 minutes <laughs> so yeah i i just never you know i never got into that one but i do like the uh, armor design so for 10 bucks i needed yeah. for 10 bucks i needed for, uh, to get the free shipping on some groceries from target so what the hell yeah it's like it's similar for me. The most connection I have with Halo is uh, occasionally buying uh, Mega Constructs. I loved the Halos. first two games. <laughs> I loved them, but okay. I just can't. I don't understand why Halo has to be an action figure line. I have the same relationship with uh, Call of Duty, except I bought a lot more of those things because those tend to be more generally interesting instead of focused down one path. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Anything else, Rob? No, that is the lot of it, though I will probably have a few more things to talk about on Saturday, hopefully. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, Diecast, what about you? I got the uh, Galactic Odyssey Collection Rescue Mission, whatever you call it. Uh, It looks great. I didn't take it out of the box yet, but it looks great. I got uh, Expanse, Ultimate Expanse, or whatever you're calling him, Uh, the X-Men one. He's not coming out of the box. I actually... I'm not a big, like, ooh, leave it in the box. The box looks good, but I really do like the look of the box. And Yeah, no, they, they really nailed it with the look and feel of that package design. Yeah, and I heard the figure's not that great, so. Well, it is, you know, borrowing from Studio Series Jetfire's engineering, and I don't think anybody really liked that that much. Well, people were saying, no, nah, I don't know. The engineering is definitely different. It, it's... It's more I, like I said, borrowing from. I'm not saying it's like you know a clone or a retool or anything, but like they definitely have a uh, common lineage. Yeah, yeah. Um, at least the the back kibble pieces uh, that make the jet. <laughs> um, but then the other thing I got, which I started open at pre-show, was these uh, Hershey Kisses treasure Treasures. surprise, which actually has. Uh, I was I was excited. I got three of them, and then you, no, oh, stop it, Apple. Uh, there's only five characters. It's Optimus, Bumblebee, Grimlock, and Megatron, Megatron. and Starscream. Yeah. And I don't really want Megatron or Starscream. Um, Starscream is one of those characters like it doesn't see 
seem like anyone can do Starscream right in a small size figure. Um, but I was hoping for a Grimlock, and Grimlock the first sucks. one I opened was an Optimus <laughs> Prime, and then the second one I opened was an Optimus Prime. I bet so, this one's gonna be a Starscream. I'm gonna open the Grimlock. Yeah, sucks. Gonna, yeah. You don't want it. It's uh, honestly, oh, really? it's, it's the worst one. <laughs> You're just that's, ruining diecast. Sorry. Night. Yeah, that's the one I wanted because you know, for the Unicron, <laughs> it looks coming. like it looks like something that would go in a tackle box. Oh, uh, Chris is right. <laughs> It's Starscream. Oh, that does look bad. The yeah. minifigs from Dollar Tree are way better. I yeah, that's Starscream. There's a Grimlock, there's a Grimlock nice. among those, right? It's mm-hmm. a nice Grimlock too. Yeah. So there's just sound wave. Go go hunt Dollar Trees. Go shake yeah. the Dollar yeah. Tree and see what falls yeah. out. But I thought Grimlock wasn't a nice dino. Oh God. <laughs> Grimlock, good dino. Um, no, him not nice dino. Him bash brains. Yeah. Hmm. You know, and then he spits fire at sweeps because that apparently constitutes bashing brains. Yeah. Although th- this one's confusing because, you know, Starscream's head usually like a grayish black gray. It's yeah, a dark, like dark gray. gray yeah. um, they just painted the very top of the head gray. It's, so it's, it's a it's a free toy in a box of chocolate. I mean, and it's tiny. I mean, well. Are you paying for the toy or are you paying for the chocolate? Because the chocolate. It's, it's for Hershey Kisses, so I don't think that constitutes $2. No, you, so should, like get the, the, you should get them at Ollie's for like 85 cents. Well, I got them at you know, Walmart for $2 a piece. <laughs> well, there was so. your mistake. Yeah. 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 Well, that that cash. You're asking the same question. All the gunpla collectors have been uh, buying the candy toy. People have been buy, uh, buying uh, yeah. from Japan for years. Is are you buying it for the toy? Or are you buying it for the candy? In this case, you're buying it for the toy because the candy is toxic. What? It's, I, not, I, toxic. it's not toxic, but it's certainly not you know palatable. And I, and I'm not ba- I'm paying ten dollars a, a, a piece for like single lemon flavored chiclets. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think this is to get around, you know, specific tax laws either. No. Japan's so crazy. <laughs> what else did I cast? What else you got? Uh, I think that was it. Okay. Bunch of crap. I'm going to try to get through it. I got a bunch of Masters of the Universe stuff. Oh, I forgot you still had to go. Yeah. So, oh, well, <laughs> if you want to talk Masters of the Universe stuff. Oh, I no. Can, no, I'm just going to say I got the... a bunch of Masters of the Universe stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, so <laughs> between some figures and making constructs, I got uh, some G.I. Joe six-inch stuff. Uh, some Marvel Legends. I got uh, the Ghostbusters Echo One, which I finally saw that at Target. Hmm. And I think I, I'm burned through my third party, not transfer stuff. Okay, so um, I got. We talked about it last week. I got uh, the Starscream Hallmark ornament and the little Megatron ornament. So I'll have those for Christmas. Uh, the price on these dropped after Christmas, surprisingly. So. <laughs> Uh, happy about that. Um, I got the uh, the Galactic Odyssey Botropolis Rescue Mission set. Uh, it has been open, but it's yet to come out of the package. It probably won't. Really pretty, though, isn't it? It's really nice looking. Um, I went to uh, Mikhail. Oh, so uh, also, I got uh, the Wave 2 of the Walmart Headmasters Highbrow Weird Wolf and Skull Cruncher. So happy to find those. Was not well. I, when I say I, I was expecting it, that's why I actually went to that Walmart because it's a <laughs> a very rural Walmart, and there's it's near Triplet's house, 
it never goes there. If that tells you anything. <laughs> and um Well, uh, triple never goes anywhere though. Yeah. So uh Hi, Chris. I was able to get that. So uh went to McKay's this weekend. Oh, one more thing that was transformers related, not for McKay's. Uh I was iffy on getting this, but I had pre ordered it and I think I had to put money down on it, so my pre order was kept. Uh the botcon product guide with hmm. like color photos of every single exclusive botcon toy ever. I want that, but it's like seventy bucks. Yeah, it came with a t shirt and a pen. Yeah, I just I I'm so torn on getting that. Uh Don, I bet you're in it. Let me see. Let me see if you're in here somewhere. Don, you're on every single page. You should get it. Uh actually. I No, the that no the people the people that were there for every year got it for free. Since I missed one year, I don't uh, have to pay. I have to pay for it. Uh Kevin Kevin Lucas does the forward. That's pretty cool. Hmm. So hey Kevin, we love you. Um what else? Okay, so I went to McKay's this weekend. It's, it's like, I honestly, it's like my favorite store. Um, XV loves it too. Yeah, it's cool. And it's a used bookstore. They sell all sorts of stuff. And I just happened to find a lot of transfer stuff. They had some universe toys, mint and sold. Bo- so uh, basically, they buy and sell stuff. So somebody had dumped Transformers, not necessarily at that location because it probably there's probably some central distribution there, but uh, it could have been sold at that location as well. Typically, books and things. It, it depends how close your locations are to the each other. Like, Bro and Winston stores are very close together. Yeah, so they probably do share inventory. Uh, in Tennessee, there's like three locations I'm aware of, and they are all very. So there has to be some separated. sharing, otherwise, they wouldn't all have a glut of Star Trek figures. I uh, I don't know because like the antique malls, which you know just glorified stationary flea markets um you know all that stuff around chattanooga down into north and central georgia like all of that stuff has piles of star trek stuff and like you remember how playmate star trek stuff was marketed when it was new you know it was all individually numbered they were selling them as collector's items so you had people at that time buying the stuff up and keeping it putting it aside for you know later collectible value that never came and at some point these people start dumping the stuff off in comic book stores places like McKay's and you know flea markets and stuff and I think I think it's just natural I don't think it is uh, I don't think it's inventory sharing quite like you're expecting it to be Maybe except for your except for your uh, Greensboro or Winston stories, which again, if they're that close together, they probably are you know balancing stuff between them. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. So one thing McKay's does is they sell uh, books, not books. They sell toys and bags, like loose stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and you'll find all sorts of stuff. It's a lot of again. Occasionally they have um like grab bag kind of stuff too, where it's yeah, just like random stuff that they can't sell separately. <laughs> So, um, a couple things I got, some pretty common stuff, but then some stuff I didn't expect to see. So, they they had some Robot Hero or Rescue Bots stuff, uh, Heat Wave, um, Brush Fire, and a Blades that uh, had markings all over the... Somebody took a magic marker to it and tried to... I don't know. Some kid... It's it's in bad shape. It was like two bucks. I don't care. Um, One thing I was surprised to see was this... uh, Bumper Battler's bulkhead. Um, does it make sound? I think it makes sounds too. Turn it on. Well, he's supposed to make sounds. 
battery's not dead or it wasn't this weekend. Maybe it is now. <laughs> but um, he bu- hit the bumper and he pops out. So, yeah, it was talking this weekend. I have no idea what happened. Um, there he goes. Hey. So that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so the weird thing I wasn't expecting to see uh, in the little baggies were some SCF figures. The uh, what super collectible figurines or whatever it's super for. super collection figures I think yeah, yeah. so um, so basically there were some uh, chase ones back in the day that were in pewter um, hmm. coloration so got a uh, I guess it's Rodimus with the Matrix in pewter <laughs> but what I fully didn't expect to see was a uh, metal hawk with Minerva so. <laughs> And I like I was just scanning through, and I I never really pay that much attention to the stuff. And I saw this um, figure with this horn. I just skimmed through it, and I'm like, "Is that Metal Hawk?" And I went back and like, "Holy crap, that's Metal Hawk!" So um, the Minerva was actually with the with the Rodimus, but um, they are together now forever. Um, also, I've already I've got several of these, but I love this from back in the day. It's the Armada Optimus keychain light flashlight. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I think even the McKay's in this state have yeah. a supply of those. Yeah. Um, so, I skipped a couple things. I skipped um, the Whirl universe set that uh, mm-hmm. it was mint and sold box. It was like 45 bucks. And I don't need yeah. to spend $45 to get something that again, even though I like that Rotor Storm mold. Yeah, um, but the, you end up just leaving it in the box anyway. So yeah, uh, they also like, the mold kind of irrelevant. They also had um, uh, Armada Predacon at mint sold box, but I have that mint sold box already, and uh, mint sold card uh, Universe Silver Bolt, which I was tempted by. So I I think I still have that, but I may have parted with that years ago. Uh, but if I don't when I go through my toys, I can get one on eBay. Uh, but what I couldn't pass up and I didn't expect to see this um, was the Transformers uh, Transformers Beast Wars 10th anniversary Optimus Primal versus Megatron set it's a little the box is a little dinged up but uh, compared to what it goes for on eBay it was like 50 bucks less than the going eBay rate for it probably because the box is dinged up but this DVD and everything's in there and I didn't have the set so um, I had to ask Kim's permission <laughs> uh, when, I mean, I mean, I mean, you got a good deal on it. We talked about this some in pre-show. You got a good deal on it, but that doesn't mean it was cheap. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's kind of funny. We went with a friend of Kim's, her old boss. Uh, he's going through a divorce and everything, and he he has no socialization. So, uh, we took him there, and he kind of babysat. He kind of babysat the four-year-old, but he told Kim on the drive back, he's like. I was surprised that Brian bought so much stuff. He just kept throwing books and toys and crap in the shopping cart. I figured the kids would get more than him. What's up with that? Uh, and, and she's whispering back every single damn time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I picked that up. So I need to, so there's always like some hard hero statue or something that I just don't give a crap about. But that was a uh, pretty pretty uh nice surprise it's not close enough to where i can just run there you know every weekend it's an hour away yeah i I guess i could uh i really love that store 
need to go to the Greensboro store. I, I just I only go there maybe once or twice every couple years. So, um, but it's just a nice place to find stuff. And Don likes that store. Don, what did you find yeah. at the Greensboro store? Something I went. Yeah. Well, I I actually I was I put them back because I was was it Energon Tidal Wave? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I did buy that a couple of months ago. I found it for that was like two years ago, Don. Winning. Yeah, it was tw- okay. Well, that wasn't was like months. a couple months no, ago. Last, that was a no, long time ago. No. Yeah. Well, twenty twenty was the longest five years of our lives. Yeah. Um, no, the uh, what I saw last time I did not get was uh, the last two seasons of reboot. Um, uh, oh wow! Erwin Erwin made the figures, and I saw Dot Matrix and uh, Adrian um, Andrea. <sighs> Andrea, thank you. Then uh, they had the figures there, but they wanted about fifteen a piece. I've I had Matrix and Andrea. I needed the dot, but it's like, yeah, but you know that's forty five bucks, and I've yeah. got other stuff I can use that forty five bucks for. But it was great seeing the reboot figures on the shelf. But I haven't really found anything transfer wise there in a while. But uh, yeah, that, I do like going to that one because it's it's right down near Acme Comics uh, where. Uh, my friend Jermaine runs the place, so it's it, I, can, I can hit it. Yeah, Lord Retail on Twitter, uh, so I can I can hit you know uh, Target and Edward McKay's and Acme Comics and all that, and like a literally about a ten mile radius. Everything's in that one area. Yeah, still so that was that was quite a find. Like I can't remember the last time I've seen a reboot figure like in any capacity. <laughs> I I don't know that I ever have. The um the McKay's here um for a little bit were getting uh bursts of Babylon Five figures. Hmm. I've have a Londo and an off color Kosh that they like they took the Kosh and they gave it a different deco and just made it some uh additional Vorlon who was never actually like in any media. Uh, so I can't remember exactly what it was. The McKay's in Winston though, about three months ago, somebody found GI Joe payload. Uh, or maybe it was Keel Hall. It was one of the. It was one of the figures that uh, that's in one of the exclusive or one of the expensive um, play sets that go for way too much money for what they're worth. Weird. Yeah, and I was really sad. I'm like, ah, I was going to go this weekend, <laughs> uh, but I norm- I normally skip the GI Joe stuff. Not that I don't love GI Joe, but like loose figures without accessories, unless yeah. they're just they they just kind of make you sad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, is that it? Is that all I got? That's all I got. Okay, so hey, uh, Amazon, tfradio.net slash Amazon, buy some stuff, toilet paper, whatever. You, you know you do. You, it's great. I bought some energy. I have energy drink coming, uh, and you can use your uh, tfradio.net slash Amazon link to help us out. We also have Patreon at patreon.com slash tfradio. We do lots of exclusive stuff, uh, at, least, uh, couple, at least one or two uh, exclusive podcasts to Patreon a week. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, Patreon.com slash TF Radio. And we want to thank our patrons at the touch tier, as we do every week. So I haven't checked to see if any of this has changed. This is uh, current as of February. So the beginning of the month is always the best time to sign up. So uh, touch patrons at least as of February. So if anybody has joined since then or dropped, it's going to say this is going to reflect what was there last week. Uh, touch patrons Kevin Dorsey. Ryan Bona, Cheesy Patty, who's in the chat earlier, Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Jonathan James, Nathan Sampy, 
Ness, Joey Russell, who you should follow on Twitter. I retweeted some of his stuff yesterday. Joey is a fun guy. Not like fungus, but like he's fun. Uh, Jason Hiley, Mike Mallory, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton. Joey and Sean are basically neighbors, and we found that out recording the History on the Five podcast. <laughs> and now they talk Why, about like... Want, just, did one of them hear the other yelling in their house? No, well, it's not that close, <laughs> but they're like 20 minutes apart. So now they can like uh. triangulate like toy purchases, and Sean has like helped him out with finding stuff, which is pretty awesome. Uh, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton. Sean um, is, has been on the last couple episodes of History on the Five. Sean is a DJ out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, and his dad was in radio too. So it's a radio family. My dad was not in radio, even though radio is my first job. My dad's dad, my dad was drunk. So a Spider Bob. <laughs> Sorry, you was. Spider Bob <laughs> and the mighty Orbots. So uh, thank you all so much. This list can also be found at tfradio.net slash reddits. Uh, let's see here. We're everywhere. Uh, leave us a review wherever you listen to the show. Um, because uh, if you're listening, you know, it doesn't take any effort really to just sit down and type something that you like the show. People will listen. People will find us because of it. It would be really nice. Uh, I am at briankilby.com. So I just... Uh, So I have committed, I have committed dollars, my own personal dollars to uh, some additional stuff for BrianKilby.com podcasting wise. So uh, there'll be some additional podcast stuff coming from BrianKilby.com. I've uh, already posted a couple new episodes of How Was Your Weekend uh, with uh, me and Wendy. That's, uh, I love doing that. So uh, we should have a new one of those here in a week or so. Uh, but we will have some more stuff at BrianKilby.com. Hopefully, people will listen. Uh, I'm on Twitter at BKilby and on Instagram at BrianKilby. And uh, also, I have JackKilbyDog on Instagram where I post pictures of the new puppy. Yes. It's like I don't even know you anymore. I know. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't. I was going to say that originally the puppy, I was kind of, you were kind of my muse because he's he's kind of a dick. But um, he's become sweeter because I think that's what people expect from, like, you know, puppy Instagram accounts. But originally he was kind of a jerk. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so how, Chris, how do people get a hold of you? Like, Rob has been, like, holding down the fort for you for the last couple of weeks. Oh, so. thank you, Rob. We're running long, so I'll do the abbreviated version here. Uh, my toy photography stuff is at playwithphotography.com. On Instagram, it's playwithphotography at play with photos on Twitter. Uh, if you like to support the work I do or just help me out a little bit and keeping things going, uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash play with photos. I'm personally on Twitter at Chris RTXV. Um, I can't say there's like, you know, very much that I'm doing or talking about. That's that interesting, but you know, if you feel like it, go for it. Cool. Uh, Don, since I forget you like all the time now, <laughs> Uh, I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. Awesome. Isn't it supposed to work where, you know, he gets a girlfriend and then engaged and then he forgets about us? Like, you're doing this backwards, Don, Brian. Thank you for not forgetting about us. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I, I don't think I could because you know it's you all are part of my life. No matter you're, where, no matter, no matter where I go, you all will be a part of my life. So the PTSD will last him forever. So uh, we're actually having a conversation uh, off off mic yesterday about like <laughs> the dynamic between 
uh, the RSC folks. I'm like, well, do you guys pick on this person? You pick on that person. The thing is, we love all these guys, even XV. So it's just, you know, it's just. I mean, speak for yourself. I know. So, uh, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's. The, honestly. I personally don't love XV at all. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> the thing is, when we're together, even when we're just talking, it's a podcast, even if we don't record it. Oh, yeah. This, like, this mm-hmm. dynamic that we have here is not artificial. This is how we are for the most part, except I'm a little more quiet, I think. I'm a little more reserved. Uh, Maybe a little. Sometimes. And sometimes no, I'm I mean, okay. Not. So like me and you, me and you both, when we know we're doing a podcast, like intentionally, yes, we are definitely in an on state. Yes. Like we are ourselves when we're doing this, but we are also like performing to an extent. We're amping ourselves up into a higher energy state than we normally behave at. Yeah, if that makes sense. But otherwise, the dynamic is pretty <clears throat> much the same. Which with people yeah. who hang out with us, are like it's like listening to a podcast with you guys here. <laughs> <laughs> but but like but like we do love and respect all, all of this and that we diecast gets picked on don gets picked on i get picked on we all pick on each other that's what we do but nobody yeah. picks on rob which like rob <laughs> how do people get a hold of you well, damn it go ahead don go ahead don okay i'll i'll do no, the I, uh i'll i'll do the short version um <laughs> youtube.com slash flailthroughs twitter.com uh, slash rob flails or slash figure viewers um if you like what i do at flail throughs patreon.com slash flail throughs don what do you want <laughs> he's not gonna tell you now no i no, i just gonna say no one picks on rob because rob is like he's like the embodiment of all of our positive attributes in one person he's also a giant he's also <laughs> like he's also like chill you know he, he's just sort of like he's a good also a giant yeah. It's just, you know, I like to think of Rob as like a kind of a resident Chris McFeely. He's just outgoing and chill and just kind of larger than life. You know, I, mean, so I, I don't want I, I, I I to say I... bad things about Rob. But I think you're getting kind of a skewed perspective here, Don. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do my best to be presentable for the podcast. I'm not going to lie. We have, I have yeah. weeks like that, too. Yeah. John, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, that John D everywhere. Everywhere. And diecast. Oh yeah, you're still here. <laughs> you're muted. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was falling asleep there. You can follow me on Twitter at diecast too. You can like my Facebook page at reviews by diecast, and you can see all my reviews at tfradio.net/slash/reviews. And I also have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net/slash/diecastlist. Oh, yeah. So uh, mine's at tfradio.net slash chrysalis and Rob's is uh, tfradio.net slash claylist, which is my favorite of these URLs. Yes. Oh, thank you. Uh, that's it, I guess. Hey, no, Rob Springer. I'm going to continue to mention Rob, even though Rob's not here. Rob is at zonebase.org and at Robo Rob Springer. There you go. Thank you all. See you next week. Actually, see you this weekend. Yeah. Be here for our live stream. Yes. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. 
This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Radio Free Cybertron, the original Transformers internet radio show since 1999. 100% girlfriend free since 1999.